Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of True Talk Podcast. Um, Today, I am super, super excited because I have the honor of speaking with somebody who has been such a guiding light for me throughout my holistic journey when I first started to have symptoms, you know, went completely traditional medicine and when that wasn't working and started to become pretty desperate for some sort of uh, resolution to get back to a normal life, Nicole was the first person that I was recommended to to speak to and the amount of knowledge that I learned from her is just I it I don't have words for it I've learned so much along the way not only was she my wellness consultant but she also became a therapist to me during the darkest time so I am immensely grateful and so honored to have Nicole on the podcast as my first guest Nicole and her husband Manoli have a business called The Living Fuel they are both certified wellness consultants helping people get through from allergies and other health issues, weight loss, to even autoimmunes as Nicole has battled autoimmune for a little while as well. So without further ado, Nicole, welcome to True Talk and welcome to being on the True Crew. Thank you. It's such an honor. Um, Jenna is like a soul sister to me. We have the same birthday. So after we figured that out, we were pretty much bonded for life. But Jenna's story is incredible. And, you know, I gave her some great tools, but she really took them and ran with them. And I'm just really proud to see how far you've come. And I'm honored to be the first guest. Thank you. Okay, Nicole. So let's start this off. I want you to give the listeners and the viewers on YouTube, uh, a little background of your story and journey battling through autoimmune. Yeah. So everything kind of started around 2019. Uh, I was working in New York City in ad sales. I was working like a dog. <laughs> I was, you know, working we all hours. <laughs> yeah. I was in the rat race of New York. It was pretty crazy lifestyle, not sleeping too much, not really taking care of myself. I was always into health. I always didn't really feel well, but my body always kind of caught up and everything kind of came to a head um, around May in 2019. I actually woke up and my life was just kind of forever changed. Some people that, that go through a health journey have kind of like um, over time, their symptoms come for me it was very overnight. And I started experiencing some really crazy neurological symptoms. Um, I actually fainted in a soul cycle class that first day. And I thought I was just dehydrated. And I went home and I still just had this crippling vertigo, which if anyone listening has vertigo, it is really debilitating and mm-hmm. scary. I just like couldn't find my balance. Um, I was having numbness in my legs, my arms, having like panic attacks and a lot of anxiety. So I started to run around New York City trying to find answers. I got MRIs. Everything was coming back fine, but I just knew innately something was really, really deeply wrong. Um, So luckily I went to an ENT 
who flagged some of my symptoms for some autoimmune um, issues and specifically Lyme, Lyme disease. So um, I went in, got a test, got done, uh, got the Western blot done by him. And at like the, the lowest point was coming to him. I remember this appointment. I was like, please tell me like something came back. I, I right. just wanted something to be positive. Oh my I was gosh. Like, yeah. And he was like, I think this is just anxiety. And I was like, this is not anxiety. <laughs> um, so that appointment, he told me that he's like, you know, you came back pretty positive for Lyme disease. And although I was like relieved that something came up, I was definitely afraid because I had never really heard much about Lyme. It was like very, Absolutely. very foreign for me. So I kind of left without many tools. He's like, okay, you're going to have to go see like a Lyme specialist now. And I remember leaving and just feeling so lost in like my next steps and what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of started some, some pretty dark months for me. I think a lot of people can relate when you just feel really unwell and really, you know, not yourself, but you don't really feel like you have anyone to turn to. Um, we're supposed to put our trust in doctors like that have the answers. Yeah. And I just didn't really feel like I was getting that. So my and dad- And I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, uh, How crazy it is that, that, you know, you start experiencing these symptoms just wake up one day and all of a sudden, like you, you're not yourself. Yeah. And then you start going to, when we go to the doctor, you pray and hope that it's not something you want everything to come back clear. For sure. But for those who understand this as well is the most odd feeling that you're hoping for mm. them to say something yeah. that so that they can pinpoint it so we can start therapies. For sure. It's like one of the weirdest it phenomenons. If you Especially when like you and I kind of felt the same when I was 24, right? Like yeah. I was a healthy 24 year old. Like yeah. this I was, was really three. Yeah, yeah. We were both young. Like you're supposed to be at your prime. So that's right. I think was like very, very scary. I was like something that has to be deeply wrong here. Um, yeah. So I actually had to leave work and go on medical leave because I was just really on, I couldn't function at work. And the next few months were just trying to figure out a doctor that would give me some answers. I went to right. like the top, top, top at Johns Hopkins and infectious disease doctors and I just remember sitting in the waiting room, like, like having a list of questions for these doctors. And I would go in and most of them would just like barely look at me. They would be like, either tell me Lyme isn't real and they don't think that the test's accurate oh, yeah. or, you know, throw some medication at me. And it was really, it was a really helpless time. I would say I saw the top doctor in infectious disease, like I said, at Johns Hopkins. And since he had this title, I was like, I'm just going to listen to whatever he says. And he right. said, I have Lyme. Um, patients come in all the time and you have to go on antibiotics and we'll just write it out and see how it goes. Yep. And I hated antibiotics, but I was like, I'll do anything at this point. So right. I got on doxycycline and at a low dose. And I was on that for probably around a year, which is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> and I would continuously go in and check in with him and he'd be like, let's stay on it. Let's stay on it. And I'm like, but I don't feel any better. Like it's not working. Right. Right. Um, and I, re I remember a conversation with my mom in the car on the way home. And I'm like, I know I'm supposed to listen to him, but this doesn't feel right. Like, I just, I just don't believe in what he's telling me. So trust your gut people. Just, uh, a and, little. And just take charge of your own health. I think too, like 
Yeah. You have these practitioners, but like no one knows your body better than yourself, right? So I preach that so much. You have to advocate for yourself. Yeah. If you don't, no one else will. Yeah. Like you have to be your own advocate. For these sure. doctors, unfortunately, a lot of them, they are not looking out for you in the way that you would hope and think that they do. For sure. Especially in Western medicine, like I think there's a time and a place and I don't want to bash them because I've seen some great doctors Absolutely. in Western medicine. Absolutely. Let's but, preface that. Yeah. yeah. But I think with some of these, like the CDC doesn't recognize Lyme, Lyme disease at all. So I think with some of these autoimmune, yeah, they don't, they don't recognize it because there's no cure for it. There's no vaccine. Like you know, it's, it seems a little more money driven in that sense. There's not really something you can give them besides an antibiotic. So right. with a lot of these things that maybe listeners are listening and having trouble with, um, I would say like integrative is more the route that helps. So that's kind of where I started to lean. I was like, maybe I can find someone that kind of sees both sides. Yes. At this point, I was having allergic reactions to water, like to everything, to all these foods that I usually can have, um, Manoli and my husband would kiss me on the cheek and I would break out into hives. Like my body was so reactive, wow. which was crazy. Um, so I was really desperate for some answers. And I went to a, a center in New York called the Morrison Center and they're, in, they're integrative. So they do Western and Eastern. They're MDs, but they have turned more holistic. Mm -hmm. And the first appointment was amazing. They spent an hour and a half with me. They told me all these things that I had never even heard of, like parasites and mold and all these like concepts that were just so foreign for me. And yes. I was just, I felt seen probably for the first time in that whole journey. And I would, I walked away feeling really, really good about it. So Incredible. I'm sure you can relate in that way. What did you Absolutely. feel heard? Just even like you saying they spent an hour and a half with you. Yeah. Like it just, I just have flashback memory to when I started going to the doctors, to the neurologist, to an ENT, to the, the eye doctor to check for optic neuritis. And you spend more time in the waiting room sure. than you do getting seen by the doctors. For and sure. I get they have a lot of patients and stuff. When I went to my holistic doctor, filled out three pages front yeah. and back of yeah. and the whole page was filled with questions mm -hmm. and then she spent an hour and a half almost just examining me doing muscle testing doing all of that and explaining everything sure. and it's exactly that what you said you feel heard you feel seen mm -hmm. after months of feeling so alone For so sure. alone I remember you coming to me and telling me when you were doing those shots, right? You mm. were like, I feel unwell after them. I'm like, let's yeah. stop them. Like we need to stop them. Right. Like it's, yeah. you're told by someone you're supposed to trust to do something and then it's not helping you. You feel worse. Right. Like, remember I would tell you, I'm like this, it looks like a dialysis center, Yeah, you know, cause it's just chairs and you're yeah. hooked up to an IV and I, I just felt so helpless, For so sure. helpless. For sure. Um, so, I mean, just incredible your journey throughout and now yours, Emanori's life's work mm -hmm. and your mission to help people. I know you helped me incredibly, incredibly yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically, so much stuff that, you know, you taught me. 
One of the questions that I get a lot, I don't know if this is the same for you, but I want to ask you, is a lot of people say to me, okay, you started holistic therapies. You started with your vitamins and everything. How long did it take for you to see a difference from when you started? This is like my number one question in my practice. Right? <laughs> it's the number one question. And I asked it, like I asked every single doctor. So I understand. Absolutely. Um, but and this is not what everyone wants to hear, but it's my, my journey. I'll tell you about how long it took me, but I just think everyone is so different. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's and different. that's what I wanted you to say. Yeah, is everyone, is, everyone is so, so different. different. And now like I've worked with like, the, like at this point, thousands of people and you see how different everyone responds to everything, different foods, different supplements, different detox, um, lifestyle tips. Like everyone is really, really different. Um, I think my personally, like my biggest setback was all of the therapies and doctors and things that I tried before I found the right path for me. If we take those out, that yes. was like two or three years of it, right? Like right. of the trial right. and error. So that's why, that's literally why I went into this work because after I started to feel better, I was like, there's no way that I'm not going to take what I've learned exactly. and let people who feel so helpless go into like another doctor's office and get turned. Like, I don't, I didn't want anyone else to feel like that. You know, I so think that is so true. And I tell people, I'm like, for me, when I started my vitamin supplements, when I first started going, I saw a small change. Mm -hmm in a month when i yeah. started with you same thing when i started taking on your recommendations food swaps beauty product swaps like mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and we started doing parasite cleansing which we'll talk about yeah. um doing all that i started to see a slow difference for sure but like you said, every person is different. So every different. single person is different. Yeah. You who had Lyme and then somebody else who's like, yeah, I have Lyme too, does not mean it's going to be the same Definitely outcome in not. the same timeline. And yeah. that's what's beautiful about humans in general is that we're all just so unique. Sure. You know? And that's why it's also good to have like a practitioner that you love and trust. Yes. And then also at the same time, have your <clears throat> innate connection to your body, right? Like yes. at this point, I feel so connected. I can wake up in the morning and be like, how do I feel today? Like, what kind of workout should I do? What kind of food is going to be nourishing for me? Like, I think once you get the power of really being in tune with yourself, it's, it's like the best superpower you could really have. It's liberating. For sure. Truthfully. For sure. Um, so piggybacking off of what I threw in there. When I tell people about parasites, <laughs> they look at me like I have 10 heads. Kind of yeah. how I looked at you yeah. when you first told me about <laughs> I'm it. I'm like, Jenna, have you ever heard of parasites? And you're like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't have worms. And let me tell you guys, for the viewers and listeners, it's a real thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't care if you want to yes. take my word for it or not. Listen, listen to the expert here. Like yeah. Nicole will I'll tell I'll send you it. photos. Yeah, like it's a real thing and it's okay. It's human. It's how we all are. Yeah. Every human being has parasites. Every yeah. living organism has yeah. parasites. And when Nicole was 
explain that stuff to me and educate me on parasite cleanses and the full moon and how you might be feeling and all that kind of stuff. It was so eye-opening. Yeah. So if you can give our listeners and viewers a little background about parasites so that they don't think I'm crazy. I would love to. Um, As a preface, just because I wish I had heard this, for anyone listening who feels very stuck and you know, in their autoimmune journey or just feeling really, really unwell, I would say the biggest things to look into that are very root cause are parasites, mold, and um, detox, and just like detoxing your body properly. If I had learned those tools and learned about them earlier, I would have saved myself years. <laughs> so it's one of those things that. if I knew what I know now yeah. type thing, but it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Um, but parasites were a huge root cause for me. They really got me um, very far in my healing when I started to to really detox from them. So parasites are in all of us, just like Jenna said. Everyone has yes. them. They're completely normal. They become an issue when you're symptomatic, or they're giving you, you know, bloating, changes in your bowels. You know, you can get anxiety. You can get, you know, mood changes from them. Like when they start to really affect you, that's when you want to start cleansing and getting them out of the body. Um, so, you know, there's a a misconception that you can just get them when you go to Mexico and you like eat the ice or whatever, but you can get them in a ton of ways, um, through food, like raw meat, sushi, you can get them walking on the beach. You can get them from drinking water. Like they're very easy to pick up. I have a lot of my clients who obviously do cleansing, but also my family does it just once a year, right? Like people do it just to, to give their bodies a little bit of a reboot. Um, but they can really make a difference when it comes to healing. So yeah, go ahead. So what's the connection with parasites and the full moon? Because I'm telling you, people look at me like I'm talking hocus pocus to them. I know, it's crazy. Whenever I mention it, I would put it on our story on our Instagram and people are like, wow, like that's crazy how much it aligns. But around the full moon, parasites are more active um, based on, I won't go into the science, but like the, the water, the the shifting of energies, like they are just more active. Everything yeah. around the full moon is crazy. The hospitals yes. are busier. People yeah. act a little kookier. Like there's a correlation. Absolutely. I say it's parasite. But um, <laughs> around the full moon, a lot of my clients who have symptoms already, they're just a little bit more intense. So if you have bloating naturally, you know, people just get a little bit more bloated. Or if you're a little bit more anxious, they feel a little bit more anxiety or sleeplessness. Um, so around that time, it's actually a really good time to cleanse because the parasites disattach from your intestinal wall. They come out of hiding to mate, right? To create yep. more. So yep. that is a really good time to kind of hit them with some parasite killers. And that's when a lot of my clients see a lot of success with just getting them out of the system. And I will say, guys, don't get so attached to the TikTok trends of detoxing and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. I I strongly, strongly suggest and recommend that you talk with a consultant professional yes. like Nicole, oh like Manoli. Yes. <laughs> Do not take it upon yourself to just look up something on Google and try doing it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, (laughs) there's a specific regimen and you have to be very careful because those supplements are strong. And I, I remember it when I did it, you know, sometimes it would affect me one way, the one time. And then 
you know, you would tell me that other clients are way more sensitive to it. Oh so goodness. definitely want to put that out preface. There. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot going on online. I think the internet's a good and a bad thing. Um, I think it's good to connect with people, but people are, you know, doing crazy stuff to get parasites out of their body and hurting themselves in other ways. So do not do a parasite cleanse without working with a practitioner. It's, it's dangerous for sure. It is for sure. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things that, I, I mean, among everything that I loved learning from you, okay. um, was about nutrition mm-hmm. and the the horrible, horrible ingredients that are in our food, guys. Yeah. I could go before this, go to the grocery store, be in and out in like twenty minutes, less than like ten minutes. Yeah. Now, I will make sure. <laughs> I take my time reading sure. through the ingredients, mm-hmm. seeing what ingredients are in these foods, in these products. And that is something I learned from Nicole. Um, so real quick, if you can give the listeners and viewers just kind of like some key things to look out for. Yeah, for sure. I think nutrition is like the number one pillar when it comes to most, most health issues or you know, really wanting to move forward in your health journey. Nutrition is just so up there. And that's why it's usually the first thing that I cover with clients because there's so much healing that can be done just within nutrition. Um, everyone, again, is very bio-individual with nutrition. Manoli, my husband, can eat like a, a ribeye every night and he feels like a million bucks, like, you know, eat a little bit less meat than him. So everyone is very different when it comes to what specific foods. But I will say with anyone that is fighting with just inflammation in the body, with just health issues in general, I would say 95 maybe 98% of clients feel significantly better reducing their intake of gluten and dairy. Yes. Um, Not that gluten and dairy is bad and I don't want to demonize it, but just the way it's processed in the United States, it is really foreign for our body and um, it can just cause a lot of inflammation for someone who's already sensitive. So a lot of times with clients, I'll just have them do two weeks of, you know, either cold turkey if they feel like they can, or just very limited gluten and dairy always putting good swaps in and, and finding good alternatives. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was hard. It, it's difficult. <laughs> it's really hard. It's hard. Like, it's in everything. Nicole would tell me, you know, all right, try and go, you know, dairy free. There's mm-hmm. dairy free cheese options, all that kind of stuff. And I tried and I, She's come like, I didn't back. like it. And I think down the car, I'd be like, yeah, Nicole, that ain't it. You're like, I'm going to do no dairy. I'm not going to try the alternatives. I'm good. (laughs) What's so great um, about different diets, right? So let's talk about like Mediterranean diet with Mm -hmm. us both being Greek. Yeah. That diet is incredible. It's so clean. And I feel like you definitely get all the nutrients, but if you do it right. So when we're in Greece, it's a lot easier, right? The the ingredients are much more clean. Things are farm grown, you know, from the hands of the villagers. Yeah. 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 From farm to table, but definitely here you have to be more careful. Yeah. In Europe, um, a lot of my clients will go there for the summer and come back and they're like, I ate loaves of bread every day and I felt totally fine. I come back here and I eat bread and I'm like blow up and I feel horrible. Um, what's up with that? And it's just because their food has a lot um, better guidelines, better strict mandates around glyphosate and just adding 
um, you know, making the, the gluten itself a lot more processed over here versus there. So a lot of people can have it over there and feel fine versus here. I would just say it depends on the person, but yeah, in Greece, they're just doing something right. I mean, the yeah. produce has like dirt on it. It's coming so fresh. You, it tastes different. You know, yeah. sometimes I'll eat it. I'm like, I can't eat tomatoes over here because they just don't taste anything right. like they do over there. Right. But yeah. I think as a rule of thumb here, buy organic when you can. Um, anything that is really exposed, like a lettuce or a berry, where anything that would be sprayed would be directly on it, doesn't really have a shell protecting it, always buy the organic. It's always worth it. Um, along with meats and fishes or any protein sources, I would say those are like the biggest ones to prioritize organic. And you'll feel the difference for sure. With, Absolutely. With yeah. Yeah. You feel it in your energy and your brain fog. Mm -hmm. You know, I, that was one of the symptoms that I definitely struggled with yeah. was memory loss. Um, sure. So like you could have told me something two minutes later. I'm like, hey, I'm Jenna. Like, <laughs> Adore you moment. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, what's your son, what's your son's name again? <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. And I, my favorite part of working with the client is when they have Manoli and I call it like the light bulb moment. Yes. So they realize that like, on, like they're eating something that affects them and gives them like a random symptom that you would, a regular person wouldn't think that like eating bread would give them like crippling anxiety. Like right? I wouldn't know that. Right. But when people kind of put that connection together and they come to me on the call and they're like, oh, like this is causing this. It, yeah. It's a giving them their power back and they kind of realize how interconnected everything really is. It's, it's powerful. I mean, it's, it's just incredible. It's so mind blowing as yeah. to how much everything is connected. Sure. And, you know, that was one of the, um, the frustrating things that I remember me and my family going through with the doctor is that we were trying to see if it was something else in my body because mm -hmm. then I also had a mass in my breast that we had to remove back in 2016, had mm -hmm. a cyst on my ovaries. So we're like, is any of this linked up? And immediately they were like, nope, nope. It's crazy. Not like, and it's, it's like, crazy. how is that possible when it's one system, one yeah. body? And I think know? once you realize that for anyone listening, like your body, if you're having any dysfunction, like I think the big aha for me was like, everything is a whole, right? Like your body right. is trying to tell you like, I'm not okay. Like something is wrong. Right. I'm going to give you this symptom. I'm going to give you, like I had, I got diagnosed with PCOS, hypothyroidism, SIBO, gut dysbiosis, Lyme, mold toxicity. Like I, I could name probably 10 more, right? Like I yeah. got diagnosed with all these things and it was just my body trying to tell me like, I need help. Like I, I need yeah. like a full body reset, you know? And I think that was a big piece for your journey too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, <laughs> those symptoms come at you like a hundred miles an hour and they hit you and you're just like, whoa, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, one of the things that I've seen it before, and I'm pretty sure I've, you've said it or have posted it, but I've also posted it that prevention guys for the listeners and viewers, prevention is so much easier, more efficient, more effective 
than it is to have to cure something. For sure. So it's so important to take that time to listen to people like Nicole, myself, Manoli, other people who have been through this journey. And really hear us when we tell you, like, we don't want you to have to go through what we went through. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want you to do that. Make these changes now. Focus on prevention. You do not want to have to go through that battlefield of having to cure something or trying to. Yeah, getting ahead of it, I think, for anyone who's listening who doesn't have like maybe a major health issue or is just dealing with some residual symptoms, your body will always reach a breaking point if you leave something unnoticed. Yes. Um, My brother right now, he's working in New York and he, you know, he's out of college. He's having fun, just like I was. And I'm so protective of him because. You know, I'm sending him supplements, I'm sending him right. like, water filters because I just know like the body has a point, right? Like how much lack of sleep can you have? Stress, bad yes. food, like it's a tipping point. Your body can reach yes. a point where it just overflows. So doing these things ahead of time will, you know, just get ahead of like anything serious that could happen down the line. Oh. Yeah. So for someone who feels like they have some symptoms maybe aligning with autoimmune mm-hmm. guys there are so many so autoimmunes many. <laughs> yes. it's insane and I, i'm sure nicole same thing we both went through the ringer of testing <laughs> for a list of autoimmunes crazy. like it's crazy. crazy crazy and it's unfortunate it's really upsetting that there's this many things Um, but for somebody who feels as though they have symptoms aligning with autoimmune or possibly have already been told that that's maybe what it is, where you recommend that they start on a holistic journey if they choose to go that route? That's a good question. I think, you know, everyone is going through something different, um, symptom wise, like you said, I feel like. I would always point them towards working with a practitioner that is more root cause, not just integrative. Yes. Um, I can't like vouch for any specific practitioners other than like a few in my network and myself, but a practitioner who's integrative, who looks at both, you know, Eastern and Western and is root cause based. And when I say, when I, what I mean when I say root cause is, is looking at the body as a whole and not just like individual symptoms and systems in your body. So you can kind of vet them if you go through a discovery call with a, with a practitioner and kind of ask them like their philosophy on the body and things like that. But I think finding someone that you really jive with that understands you, maybe that's been through like similar journeys as you, um, I think that that's the first big step. Um, second step, I would say, you know, as you're trying to figure out that practitioners is low hanging fruit of nutrition. I think really trying to, to switch up your nutrition, see what makes you feel good you know, doing a little bit of elimination diet, like I said, whether it's dairy, whether it's gluten, you know, it can be one or two days of experimenting or maybe other foods that you're like, Hey, that doesn't really make me feel good. Just to kind of get inflammation down and see how you feel adjusting nutrition. I think that is something you can do at home and will give you lots of like a lot of power in that sense. I tried a lot of different testing, like you said, and blood work and things like that. Um, I would say, like I said earlier, low hanging fruit with autoimmune is uh, mold parasites and just detox in general. So I would say kind of diving deep into that with a practitioner is like the first steps that I would really take if you're feeling a little lost. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think I was definitely very shocked 
mm-hmm. at how I felt once mm-hmm. I started doing cleanses and detoxes and changing how I eat. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, perfect example. Last night, I was nannying. So I mm-hmm. nanny part-time. And I was starving. And I didn't bring food with me, which I normally mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And I made a grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. All is well. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's white American cheese. It's you know, regular honey wheat bread, whatever. When I tell you the bloating and like Mm -hmm. I had stomach pain afterwards, it like you get turned off by food. Yeah, you're like, I'm good. You once loved. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you're like, okay, yeah, no, no. I got you, buddy. We're not doing it. For sure. And I think as women, especially, there's a lot of clients with disordered eating that I see, especially around women and something I dealt with in, in college too. Like I think a, a big shift that I had and I try to push in my clients is like, look at food as nourishment and look at it as like fuel for your body. Obviously you want to enjoy things. And you know, if you go out to dine out, it doesn't have to be perfect all the time, but your body's always going to tell you like, Hey, this makes me feel great. Or Hey, this doesn't make me feel so good. So exactly. treat it as something that's that's a check-in on your body and as nourishment at the end of the day, I think creates like a positive experience around food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to kind of pivot towards a different topic because the podcast, as I've said, is definitely all about holistic health, lifestyle, um, autoimmune awareness, you know, more so we're trying to tell you guys, listen to your body, listen to yourself. What is it trying to tell you? But then also living in your truth and being your authentic self. And I want to ask you, Nicole, through your journey and everything you've done from being in New York and running the rat race, like Mm -hmm. we said, to now helping people and changing lives. How do you feel that you are now living in your truth and being your authentic self? And also, guys, if you follow Nicole on TikTok, like she's a fashionista. (laughs) So like, (laughs) you can see all her amazing profile on TikTok too. So it's like, you know, you're not only focusing on the wellness, but like another love of yours of fashion and having fun, feeling good in yourself. So how does that feel now? Do you feel like you're living in your truth? I love that question a lot. Um, I think my illness was like the best thing that happened to me. Truly. It, I say it was. that too. It was, yep. it was like the wake up call I, I needed in my life. Like I was just miserable. I wasn't happy. Um, I was kind of going through the motions and I think God gave me what I could handle yes. <laughs> and pushed me into a direction where I'm now living my truth and my passion. I was always so afraid of what people thought. And I was always so consumed with like these little things that would get me yeah. so angry and you know, I was always worried about judgment and, and everything like that. And after I went through what I felt like dying <laughs> and what it felt like the hardest thing that I would ever really have to go through, everything else seemed so insignificant yeah. and small. Now I post, you know, on three channels. We, I have, uh, you know, my main platform, which is Living Fuel and, and my business. And I have a TikTok for fashion that's really fun. And I get to try on outfits and work with 
cool brands. And like, it's all because I just started living in my truth and just like not taking life so seriously and just having fun with it. And also just, you know, taking charge of my own life. Like I, I was no longer listening to a boss or listening to other people about what I should do. It was just, I was my own boss and I was the person that was like, you know, in the driver's seat. Um, so I would say like, it really did push me into understanding myself better and like what makes me excited and what makes me happy. Um, one thing I do want to say with for anyone listening is a big thing that I work through with clients and Jen and I spoke about towards the end of our coaching is not identifying with your illness or your tags or what doctors told you you have, right? I yeah. think as humans, we want to like have these labels because it's comfortable and it's safe, even if it doesn't feel safe. Um, and I think just detaching from that is so important and not saying like, I have Lyme disease but I'm healing through Lyme disease or yes. I have, I, I have an autoimmune disease. Um, it's something I'm working through an autoimmune disease, just that little shift and how you're saying things is I think like truly life-changing. I don't know if you want to speak to that. But. I'm so happy you said that and brought that up. That is something I don't think I've been as public about on social, mm -hmm. but whenever I speak to a friend or somebody I mean for the first time and we get to talking about my story, it and it's something I've also seen be so powerful and I can see in myself and in my life. The words that you speak are insanely powerful. Yeah. And, you know, you, you have to change the way you're thinking and you can't stay in that mindset. Of, like for me, at one point, I was like, okay. I've got MS and mm -hmm. this is now my life and mm -hmm. I am going to be having a chronic illness mm -hmm. for the rest of my life, The one of the worst debilitating diseases. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just thinking that that was the end thing, that was it. Yeah. And one of the things that you and I definitely have being Taurus is we're stubborn. <laughs> And yeah. I definitely got my stubbornness out and I was like, nope, nope, I, I'm i not doing it. I'm yeah. not saying I am not for those who are out there listening or viewing and you have some sort of chronic illness or disease or immune disease or whatever it might be. And they are telling you, you have mess. Let's use that for example. I want to tell you, you are not MS. You are not whatever you are battling right now it is a bump in the road and you will get through it. The illness, the whatever it is, the disease, it does not define who you are. You define you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's it. It's, I think no one wants to really say it, but I'll say it because... Now I'm kind of through that. I think it was comfortable. It's kind of easier to be like, I have MS. Absolutely. And, and like, I'm going to deal with it's it. It's easier to it's, explain to people. I couldn't tell you how much it was. It was so hard to be like, uh, I have parasites and I have limbs, but they think it's MS. But you yeah. know what? We're just going to say it's MS. Yeah, but you also get comfortable with the symptoms. You get comfortable with an yes. adjusted lifestyle. 
I think that's what I kind of sat with for a little longer than I should have before being like, what the heck am I doing? Right. Right. I need to push myself. Like I need to like work harder to get out of this and move forward and like just distance myself from it. And I think like a first easy step is just like not saying the word MS, not saying the word Lyme disease, not using your vocabulary when someone asks something about you, don't mention it, you know? Yeah. Um, And exactly what you said of, I'm, it's not that I have MS or I have Lyme. It's I'm working through through it it. Mm -hmm. because then you are also training your mindset subconsciously that, yeah, this isn't here to stay. I'm getting through this. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Especially too, if you start to feel better, I just started saying towards the end, I, I healed from Lyme. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I had Lyme and I healed from it. It's not, it's, yeah, it's that, no longer like a part of me, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, like, I also want to say well, something that's important too is, you know, I'm still sensitive to gluten and dairy. Like I live a great life, right? right? But I have to be a little more careful. And I still, I think some people maybe chase, like, I need to be a hundred percent. Like I need to be like back to how I was, or I have to right. be be able to do all these crazy things like maybe that's just not for you maybe you're just a little bit more sensitive maybe your body just needs a little bit more love in a certain area yeah. and that's still healed as well you know yes yes there's no i think that's a great point that being healed is at the person's discretion what that feels to you mm-hmm. there's no exact definition of healed being healed doesn't mean you go to the doctors and have to get negative results, you know, of something that was positive before. It's how you feel. You're going to be the person say, I feel better. I am healed. That's an affirmation that I started saying and Mm -hmm. truly believed in it happened. I woke up every day and I said to myself throughout the day, I am strong. I am healthy. I am healed. And here I am now talking to you. Like, I don't know if you remember how bad my voice tremor was. I do. I'm like, I'm, I'm so proud of you. I'm like a, like a mom at graduation with like three cameras. I am so proud of you. Like you are a rock star. You've come so far. Remember our first call, your mom, your mom talked to me on the discovery call. She's like, Jenna's like, you know, she's got to feel you out a little bit. Like she's not really into this whole thing, but like, I'm going to kind of force her to do it. And I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah. But like, you've come so far and you've learned so much and I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Truly. Um, so last question I want to ask, Tell which me. a lot of people don't realize how much it plays a role are beauty and personal hygiene products. What kind of role do those play in our health? The girls are not going to like me for this combo. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I remember talking to Jenna about this and I was like, so (laughs) your makeup. um, I throw it all out. (laughs) Yeah. I think girls, like at least for me, like I was using NARS blush from literally the first moment I was wearing makeup to when I started figuring out all this stuff out. But we kind of attach ourselves to products and it's easy to have a routine, um, but makeup and beauty products and even environmental things like your laundry detergent or yes. your hand soap, like all of these things have a huge impact on your health and they have different chemicals and toxins. Uh, they're called endocrine disruptors, which can disrupt how your body just generally functions 
um, your thyroid, your hormones, those two, especially, especially for women. That's why, you know, we use a little bit more products, but I've had clients who switch their routines and, you know, they are no longer infertile or their hypothyroid goes away. Like I've seen crazy shifts when people make this move. Um, It doesn't have to be overnight where you throw out all your products, but I think one by one, um, look into the product, see how toxic, quote unquote, toxic it is and, and go from there because there's a saying it's what goes on your skin goes in your skin, right? It's just like food. Your skin absorbs everything right up. So especially things like perfume, I'm, I'm not too much of a fan of because it's just fragrances and chemicals that can irritate your system. Right. Um, but the good thing is there's so many clean brands now yes. that are like mainstream. They're at Sephora, like Ilya, Kozas. And they have really clean ingredients. Um, so like my sister, she's pregnant right now and she's like, okay, I need to wipe Congratulations. Up all- Thank I you. Know. Yeah. So she's like cleaning up all her stuff because, you know, when you have a baby in you, you really need to clean up everything. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's just amazing how much is really out there. And my biggest platform that I always use and still use, I used it a few days ago, is Skin Deep EWG, um, the environmental working group. They have a platform where you can just put in your products and it'll yeah, tell from the- that link in the show Great. notes. And yeah. It's like amazing. Yes. Put in your product, it shows you what's in it and how kind of quote unquote toxic it is. And yeah, you can just kind of figure out what works for you, what doesn't, but definitely recommend along with nutrition. That's another thing that you can kind of do at home without a practitioner and just yes. clean that stuff up. Um, also like your, like I said, detergent, you know, soap in the shower, shampoo, like all of that is important as well. So, so my dad <laughs> got a little frustrated with me and my mom just like swapping everything out. We're yeah. like, yep, no. like, where's my two in one? <laughs> yeah. He's like, come on, I gotta go Walmart. I gotta go get him. Like now yeah. Yeah. we yeah. gotta change this up. All yeah. the clean products, no more bleach, no nothing. I know. I know. But it's so that we can live a longer, healthier, happier life. For sure. Um, Nicole, thank you so, so much. I have one final question that's going to be the true crew question for all of my guests moving forward. And that is, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, let me think. Um, Penelope and I actually talked about this recently. And That's hilarious. Crazy, like, I don't know what his was. Um, I honestly would love to fly. I think that's not like as maybe as super deep, but I think flying would be such an amazing feeling and such a freeing feeling. Uh-huh. It's between that and reading minds, but I feel like reading minds would just kind of make me go crazy and I right. really wouldn't want to hear what everyone has to say. Um, yeah. but I think flying would be incredible. So that's, that's my answer. I love it yeah. guys. I cannot tell you when honor it was to be able to have you guys here, Nicole, and learn some things from her that I was fortunate enough to be able to learn at the beginning and kind of kickstart my journey through the holistic healing world if you don't listen to me, you'll listen to hopefully Nicole. This stuff works. Yes. There's a way to live a happier and healthier lifestyle with the smallest changes, whether that's doing food elimination or beauty products. So, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on you for as my me. first guest. 
and for for giving us all your insight and expertise. And guys, uh, for all my viewers and listeners, I'm going to be putting the link to Nicole Manoli's website to their business, The Living Fuel, and as well as their Instagram and social media handles so that you guys can go check them out and see the absolutely amazing, life-changing work that they do on a daily basis. So, thank Nicole, you. You're thank the best. You. Love you, 